We begin tonight with breaking news. New federal charges against the president's son, Hunter Biden. They have not yet been made public. We learned of their existence just before airtime and do not know the details, only that in addition to being the second set of charges he's facing, anything to do with the president's son is potentially significant, all the more so during a presidential campaign. Here with the latest, you know, Chief Legal Affairs Correspondent, Paula Reed. Paula, what do you know about these charges? Good evening, Anderson. Well, our colleague Evan Perez breaking the news that the Justice Department has filed a new criminal case against Hunter Biden. We don't know the specific charges because the court documents are not yet public. But just a few weeks ago, we broke the news that the special counsel appointed to investigate the president's son, David Weiss, has been using a Los Angeles-based grand jury to gather evidence about Hunter Biden's finances, specifically his taxes. Now, going back to 2018, the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney has been investigating Hunter Biden's finances. Hunter Biden repeatedly missed IRS deadlines to pay his taxes and eventually owed around $2 million. Anderson, he did pay back what he owed, uh, including $800,000 in penalties and fees. And this was all expected to be resolved as part of a plea deal, where he would plead guilty to two misdemeanors. But over the summer, that plea deal fell apart. The U.S. Attorney David Weiss was then appointed a special counsel, and the investigation was revived. Now, the special counsel has already filed three gun charges against Hunter Biden in Delaware. Now, Hunter Biden's lawyers insist that here the special counsel is bowing to pressure from Republicans to charge the president's son with something. They do not believe uh, that a criminal trial is the proper venue for these allegations, and they're confident on the gun charge that they will prevail at trial. Anderson, again, it's unclear exactly what charges have been filed in Los Angeles, but they previously told me that they believe if they bring this tax case, not as a plea deal, but as a criminal trial, that they will win. Paula, stick around. I want to bring in CNN senior political commentator and former Obama senior advisor David Axelrod. Uh, David, obviously a lot we don't know, but what impact do you think these new charges could potentially have on the president's re-election campaign? Well, look, uh, House Republicans have been trying for two years, Anderson, to uh, link the president to his son's uh, activities, and that hasn't really panned out. There's been no financial gain shown for Biden, and uh, so in that sense, this is about his son. It's not about him, uh, but there's no doubt that uh, supporters of President Trump, who's facing four separate trials, will try and conflate the two and muddy the waters uh, to try and take some of the pressure off of himself. I think, Anderson, the most significant impact uh, is not on the president as a candidate uh, or as president. It's as a father. Uh, these are uh, these are burdens on a family. And you know, you just did a, a, a depthful uh, conversation with the president about grief. He's lost a lot in, uh, in his life. He lost two children. Uh, I'm sure that this is a source of concern for him and how that affects him as a candidate may be as important as what kind of impact it has uh, on him uh, uh, politically and what others do with it. He's obviously avoided openly talking about his son's legal troubles, especially as House Republicans look to launch a formal impeachment inquiry. Do you see him continuing to do that? Uh, I do. I, I do. Uh, you know, if I were him, I would speak of it about I would. The only thing I would say is I, I, I'm uh, concerned as a father. I'm not thinking about this uh, as a president. Uh, you know, uh, I do think this will further ignite the House Republicans who have been desperately eager to do this. I think President Trump 
has probably urged them to do it. And now he has an ally in the new House Speaker, uh, Mike Johnson. So uh, this will be a log on the fire. Uh, the fire may not uh, actually reach the door of the White House, uh, but the Republicans will try and depict it as such. And Paul, what's the process from here now that Hunter Biden faces new charges? I mean, would there be an arraignment in short order? Sure, we'll see something similar to what we saw in Delaware. First, we are waiting for the unsealing of uh, these court documents. We can see the nature of the charges, and we would expect that he would make his initial appearance, uh, have an arraignment, likely uh, next week, probably. That would be the expected timing. And then I would expect that his lawyers would try to fight these charges the same way they are fighting the charges uh, in Delaware. It's been interesting, Anderson, over the last several months, we've seen a much more aggressive Hunter Biden. He, along with his attorney, Kevin Morris, uh, they brought on Abby Lowell, of course, a very prominent attorney, to take a much more forward-leaning approach to his detractors. Now, they expected the criminal case was going to be resolved with a plea deal, but now they are also facing now two criminal cases, and they've been very aggressive, very litigious, filing off lawsuits against detractors like Rudy Giuliani and his longtime friend and lawyer Rob Costello, uh, sending lawyers to the, uh, sending letters to the Hill, demanding investigations into Congress, uh, Congress folks. So it has been a very different approach than what we had seen before with Hunter Biden. It was somewhat of a split with the White House to be more vocal, to be more forward-leaning. We've seen in just the past few days, Hunter Biden uh, is saying, look, I'm not going to come up on the Hill and do a deposition unless you do it publicly, sort of engaging in this stalemate uh, with Republicans on the Hill. I would expect that he and his attorneys will take just as aggressive a stance for this case, whatever it ends up being. David, I mean, you've been skeptical of the, the president's re-election prospects, not necessarily because of his son, more because of his age and poll numbers. But if he were ever to reconsider his candidacy, which is of now he's not, do you think anything around his son would factor in or could factor in? You know, I don't know, Anderson. I, I, I have the strong sense that the president is full speed ahead and that he's going to go through with this campaign. But as I said, he's going to this, this is a this is more than a political burden. This is an emotional burden. And mm. and we'll see. But the family has always encouraged him. And uh, I don't imagine they're going to discourage him now. And I do think, as Paula suggests, that there's going to be a major effort to depict these as politically motivated charges. Uh, and so. Uh, you know, it's kind of ironic because you see both sides trying to do that. In that sense, this serves um, this serves Donald Trump's uh, purposes because he'd love to muddy the waters and suggest that the whole system is a swamp and uh, uh, and uh, point fingers in a lot of different directions. Uh, so it's it's just one more thing that's going to make it a a messy a messy messy campaign year. Yeah, David Axrod, Paul Reed, thanks so much.